1: Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu.
2: Hi, everyone. It's Amanda Rieger-Green. Welcome to December. Here we are at the close of the year. Let it be confusing. That is the message. I know that sounds confusing, even when I say that. But there is a lot of confusion this month. You may feel like you're pulled in multiple directions and you're just scratching the surface or the answer is just out of reach. Let it be out of reach. Let it be confusing. The clarity will follow if you allow the confusion to filter through your system, through your body, through your mind, through your energy field, through your emotions, This is a great month to really pay attention to all aspects of yourself. And when I talk about that, I've practiced this for a long time. I'm very highly aware and fine-tuned to my thoughts, my emotions, my physical body, and my energy. That's taken practice. And am I always aware of it? Heck no, I'm not. I'm human, I'm messy, we all are. But the more conscious and cognizant I become of, oh, are those racing thoughts? Am I thinking the same thing over and over? Or, oh, my goodness, are emotions going? Are chemicals being released in my body? Emotions are chemical responses to our brain frequencies. When we're thinking something, we send signals and these chemicals get released in the body. And then there's the physical body, you know, are my shoulders tense? Is my jaw tight? Is my lower back hurting? Am I slumped over my computer? I can notice my physical body. And then and then there's my energy field. What am I sensing out in the field? What am I sensing around me? And of course that's much more nuanced and fine-tuned. Do not get overwhelmed by this or confused by it. Just know, single one out, ooh, I'm thinking the same thought. I'm having the same dialogue with myself over and over. Is it healthy? Is it the truth? Is it loving? Is it kind? Check it out. And if you can observe that, then you have the opportunity to shift it. If we can shift our thoughts, our beliefs, that's what we have control over. And in a world where it can feel like we don't have control over much, we do have control over ourselves. So paying attention, if it's your emotions, if you're familiar with your emotions, this is a good time to say, what does that feel like right now? And in my podcast last month, we talked about emotions and needing to get an emotional chart sometimes to be able to identify what an emotion is. I've used an emotional chart for a long time to understand what I'm actually feeling because feelings are nuanced. That's back to that word. It's a nuancey kind of month. That's why I'm using it. And what we feel is an important factor in our manifestation in our point of attraction so what we're thinking is one thing but what we're feeling is like the jet fuel and as I mentioned in my podcast last month, we did, I did a two-part series on wellness with my client and executive at Amazon, Sarah Peterson, and she mentioned the How We Feel app. So that's a great resource. Get an emotional chart out and be like, oh, that's irritation. Ooh, that's disillusionment. You know, find the feeling. And do you have to do this all the time? No. But when you're feeling heavy, we usually notice when we're feeling heavy. What is the heaviness? Is it loneliness? Is it sorrow? Is it sadness? Is it grief? Is it pain? See if you can name it. Or Also, there are so many forms of joy, elation, jubilation, delight, splendor. Those are words we don't always use in our rhetoric. Add them into your vocabulary. I love words. You all know that. The more you can enhance your vocabulary, especially around yourself, whether it's your thoughts or your emotions, the more intelligent and informed and self-aware you will become. You will feel that way and you will see things through a more enlightened, illuminated, and conscious lens. Now, the physical body. The physical body, it's so biologically intelligent. Pay attention to it when there's an ache, there's a pain, there's a crunchiness that stuff is always signaling something to us. Usually I find that when I am in some sort of physical dis-ease, discomfort, my body is signaling something to me to pay attention to that maybe mentally or emotionally or even spiritually, I am not able to process or recognize or hear or comprehend. And the physical body, let me just give you a little roadmap. map. And an easy roadmap. We're going to do this simply. In the Eastern world, the left side of the body is the receptive side, so the receiving, the intuitive, and that correlates with the right brain. Okay, so the right brain signals the left side of the body. The right side of the brain is the intuitive, the feminine, the creative the compassionate and nurturing, the psychic side, that's that's that side of the brain. The right side of the physical body is what exerts energy. It's deliberate, it's action-oriented, it's masculine, it gives out, that correlates with the left hemisphere of the brain, which is connected with practicality, logic, analysis, very linear. We need both sides of the brain, we need both sides of the body. Let's say your shoulder is bothering you. Lately, I've had some shoulder stuff in my left shoulder behind my shoulder blade, and it kind of tracks up to the the left side of my C-spine, my neck. And I've been working through this and working to heal it. Of course, I've gone to a chiropractor. I've done massage. There are numerous things that I've done. But also on the left side of my body, that's the feminine side of my body, the receptive side of my body. I can be very driven, deliberate, masculine. I know these things. So there's something in my feminine side that is saying, hey, I'm not getting enough nurture or TLC or love. I'm crunchy over here. If you think about the shoulder, the shoulder we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. The neck, the neck is brilliant. It's also part of the throat chakra. The right side of my body and the right side of my neck, sometimes it really hurts to turn my head with using my neck all the way to the left side so it's tense it's tight there's something in my perspective the neck signals perspective it signals flexibility there is something i am intuitively not receiving and i'm being inflexible around and guess what y'all i've i have done a deep dive into this stuff and i have had breakthroughs and awareness and healing and i will tell you this this next stuff it occurred the, for the first time in 2015. I had just finished yoga teacher training and it was just before we wrapped up our training and we were graduating and it was, you know, a six-month deal, it was very intensive, it was working full-time, it was illuminating and transformative, it was a beautiful time in my life. But just before we did our teach-back, our teacher teach-backs and had our final, yoga celebration, whatever it was at the time, I woke up and I could not move my neck and it was the right side of my neck and it was completely shut down like I had injured myself. And there was nothing I could track back to like doing, you know, a shoulder stand or a headstand or a tripod. I couldn't track back to doing anything that had tweaked my neck, but it was as if I had a massive injury and I had done something horrible. I could it was painful. I couldn't move it. So I remember for our last teach back and our our graduation. I mean, I was stiff. I was stiff as a board. I was in pain. But what I'll tell you is this. In that phase and in that time frame, I had worked through my voice. I was still working in the corporate world in healthcare. I'm also doing a 200-hour yoga teacher certification where I'm learning to become more flexible and fluid and teach and use my voice. All of my spiritual gifts had been coming through pretty rapidly at that point. So using my voice as a yoga teacher and instructing people, you know, paying attention to the body, the breath, all of the things associated with yoga, I was using a different part of my throat, my voice, my throat chakra, and the feminine side was coming through. And that is not unlike what is happening right now with me which has been really interesting where I am getting new messages, new insights from guides of mine that I have not been connected with. And if you know me and you've worked with me or listened to me for a little bit of time, I talk to my soul and I talk to God all the time. I implore my soul to connect with me, to connect consciously and higher and grow me and evolve me. I give things to God. It is a lifestyle for me. It's a non-negotiable for me. But I have not been working with my angels, my guides, and my troops on the other side. I talk to my soul a lot and to God, but I forget that I have this choir of support we all have a choir of support. Yes, we've got our loved ones on the other side. And you know, I've been talking to my mother, of course. You know, I've lost her this year. I talk to her all the time. But what's really strange, and I'm going to share this with you, and I am i can't believe I'm saying this out loud because I still, I, I'm like even judging myself as I say it. But I'm, I'm going to just remove the filter and say what I'm feeling and thinking. And when I've been talking to my mom For the last, like, two months, when I say, oh, hey, Mom, hey, Mom, immediately when I say, hey, Mom, I'll say, oh, hey, Mom, and hey, Metatron. Metatron is an archangel who, if you look in the Bible, Enoch ascended, and it is written in multiple scriptures and multiple texts that Enoch became Metatron. Metatron is the great purveyor of wisdom, the teacher of teachers, Metatron comes through in radiant light that is often very sacred and geometrical. Metatron's energy comes through in all sorts of ways, but I've never really talked to Metatron. My mom would talk to archangels all the time and gave me a whole lot of education around them. But I'm like, oh, mom, that's your thing. I I believe, I know they're there, but I've got my soul, I've got my higher self, I've got God, I'm good. I'm good, you know? And I talk to people's higher selves all the time. So I'm like, I've got them too, we're good. And, you know, I'll talk to my grandparents and my loved ones on the other side. But I'm not joking. The past two months in my prayers, and when I'm talking to my mom, I'll be like, Mom, oh, Mom and Metatron. Like it rolls off my tongue. I don't know where it came from. But what I do know is there was this call to say, hey, I'm here trying to work with you. This is Metatron. I'm here trying to work with you. But you need to ask me, why are you so afraid? And that was the big question for me is why was I afraid? And I just had this revelation. It was like, well... I don't know what people are gonna think of me if I say I'm talking to Metatron. So if I am being very straightforward about what my fear was is I'm worried about what people think about me and if they think I'm kind of wacko and cray cray and that Metatron is too far out there because we can talk about the consciousness and our soul and God and the divine and maybe the angels and our loved ones But if I say I'm talking to Metatron, is that really true or am I making this up? See, I do this stuff, too. I know you all know what I'm feeling. I mean, you may not be talking to Metatron or you may be. And I know there's lots of you out there that do connect with archangels very clearly and ascended masters and guides. And I, I am excited because into the first of the year, we're going to do a deep dive into archangels, ascended masters and their energies and how we can work with them. So a little preview into 2024, that is coming. And and hopefully we'll get to talk to some people who've been doing this for a while and have clear messages to deliver for us. But the same way we see signs, and get messages, that's the way that these messengers, these guides, come through for us.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Archaea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
2: My husband and I, after Thanksgiving, got to take a little trip to Sedona. And I've been to Sedona a handful of times. And this trip was so peaceful. It was organic. It was peaceful. The weather was beautiful. The crowds weren't super crazy and abundant. It was just right. You know, it was just right. And it it flowed. But we were out on a couple of hikes and I kept getting these very clear messages and they were from Metatron and I still kept saying, "Eh, it's not Metatron, that's my higher self. Oh no, I'm just getting a sign. I'm getting a sign from my higher consciousness. I mean, I kept denying it and pushing it aside and pushing it aside. And then finally I was like, okay, I swear I see Metatron's energy. Like I could see these orbs and these rays of lights shooting out and I captured them on my phone, and I showed my husband because I was like, can you, "Can you see that over there?" And he was like, "Well, it's beautiful, but I don't see the rays of light." And I'm like, "There are rays of light. You don't see them. They're blue." And then there's an orb, and you know, I'm and he he obliges me, but he also doesn't dismiss me in any of that. He's always like, "Well, if you say that you're seeing that, I believe you." You know, I just can't see them, but I'm like, "Let me take a picture." And sure enough, I took a couple of pictures, and there's these gorgeous rays of light. And I sent them to a dear friend of mine. My friend Andreas, who is very aware of auras and energies and light, and also very familiar with the archangels. And I sent these to him, and he's like, oh, there's Metatron. And then he's like, and there's Jophiel. Like, that's Jophiel's energy. And Jophiel is the angel, if, if you've heard me talk about this, that showed up for my mother and that my mother said she clearly saw when she was transitioning to the other side. And again, she knew the angels and their energies and their messages and their stories in a really, really evolved and transcended way, a very mystical way. She had a mystical relationship with her angels and her guides. And now I'm realizing, oh my gosh, it's there for me too. It's there for you too as well. And this month, I'm going to talk about the numerology in a minute, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the astrology because I want to give you a roadmap and I'll give you some tools. But this month, when you're feeling confused, when you're feeling uncertain, Instead of trying to change it, sit with it for a minute and see if you can see what's going on mentally or see what's tapping in for you emotionally, what you're feeling or physically what's happening in your body. Or if you're energetically aware, what are you sensing around you? Can you feel or see your aura? Can you see energies? Are you getting downloads and insights? You know, is it is it more energetic? See if you can... Clarify that for yourself, because through the confusion, clarity will appear. And as it relates to the numerology this month, we are in a one universal month in numerology. The way that I get that is December is the 12th month of the year. One plus two, 12, reduces down to three. So that's the energy of the three. 2023 is a seven year. Seven plus three equals 10 which reduces down to one. So we are in a one month as we close out the year. There's the confusion because we're in a beginning initiating energy. The one is about initiation. It's about pioneering new beginnings. It's about leadership. It's about boldness and courage. It's about being the leader of your own life, paving your own way. It's also the one is the I am. I am fill in the blank so this is a month of initiation yet we are in a time of closure we are at the end of the year and some of the things astrologically also reflect change not so much closure but a time of reviewing revising revisiting we have a mercury retrograde this month mercury retrogrades on the 12th of the month And it's retrograde in Capricorn, and then it'll back up into Sagittarius. What does that mean? While it's retrograde in Capricorn, we are reassessing, redefining, reformulating our goals, our plans, what it is that we want to do. And what's confusing about that, the energy of the one in numerology says, these are the plans I'm making. I am stepping out with this new goal, this new direction. It wants to charge forward yet mercury so the astrological code is saying no 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 reevaluate your plans and the numerology is saying charge forward so the astro numero code is creating a push pull energy in the field so guess what it's going to create confusion I want to charge forward but I'm being pulled backwards you know I've I've set this appointment with this person that I've been trying to get a hold of and this is going to advance my career or I'm going to be able to have this discussion with a friend of mine and I'm going to get some clarity around this this family situation and then all of a sudden they reschedule or they flake out such as the nature of mercury retrograde you know miscommunications plans being waylaid, delays, confused again, confusion. You got to like just it's like say la vie. Live and let live. Let it go. If an appointment gets canceled, if there's a mis- miscommunication or a glitch in your calendar, your day, something you planned and even if you've worked hard towards it and it doesn't pan out or someone needs to reschedule or someone says something and it hacks you off. Or, you know, you get an email from someone that wasn't intended for you and it says something ugly about you. You know, we've all either done that or been the recipient. And I'm not saying we've said something ugly, but, you know, we've sent an email to someone we intended for someone else. And it's either highly embarrassing or, oh, shoot, I just put my foot in my mouth energy. That's mercury retrograde, you know. And the best thing to do is own up to it pretty darn fast is just say, oh, my gosh, that was not intended for you. Or, wow, I said that. And you know what? I was a little too quick. I was a little too sharp with my tongue. That wasn't very nice of me. That's not your stuff. That's mine. The quicker and more resilient you can become and less confusing in what you're doing. So yes, there's that confusion internally. But if you can be clear externally, own your stuff, clarify your path, whatever you're doing, taking action, laying a foundation, that's the kind of month it is. It's more foundational than it is extroverted or oriented where you will feel things come together fully. Things may feel like they're just about to click or just about to fit together, and then there's a setback. And one of the things, one of the things with the one is self-doubt because there's a lot of bold courage and momentum there, and the one can really get disillusioned or doubt itself when things don't pan out. So when you feel doubtful when you are worrying, when you are overly concerned with your own success, your own happiness, your own circumstances. And yes, life can be tough. Life is tough. A lot of times life is hard. It's the holidays that we're being pulled in so many different directions. It's also the end of of a very immense year, And that's really what this year has been about, seeking, searching, going deeper, understanding better, more, fine-tuning who we are, why we are. It's been an introspective year. Next year, not so much. Relish this time. Let the holidays be what they are. It's a reset button. But it's not just about being lazy or not showing up, not getting things done or accomplished. It's more about letting the confusion, the uncertainty, the self-doubt, the insecurities, the anxiety. This can be a very anxious month, by the way, because of the push-pull and the astrology and numerology and some other factors. Letting that work through you. And I want to talk about anxiety for a minute. I find... And this doesn't apply to everyone and every circumstance. But I find more often than not, anxiety is usually the body trying to raise in vibration. It's not trying to knock us down or take us out of the game or cripple us. And that's how anxiety can feel. It can feel crippling. I had someone reach out and say, I've got crippling anxiety. What do I do? And I said, hey, That is your body, your biological and physiological body, trying to move dense, heavy matter out of your cells, your DNA, your organs, your muscles, your joints. It is trying to flush out and filtrate because it moves from the solar plexus through the heart, through the throat, and it gets stuck in our throat. When we're anxious, sometimes we can't breathe, we can't speak, our lungs and our heart get incapacitated and full and overwhelmed. We all know what that feels like, and sometimes it can be a full-on panic attack, or it can just be unsettling. Breathe through it and say, oh my gosh, body, you're flushing stuff out. Breathe and push it up and through you. Sit still with it. Let the confusion, let the uncertainty, the worry, the doubt, anything that is coming up for you, the fear... Let that stuff process. Give it time and also ask your guides. Hey, say, hey, guides, whatever I'm going through, I need your help. Call in the big guns. That's what I've been saying. I'm calling in the big guns. You know, yes, I've got God or my higher power, you know, the prime creator of the universe. Yes, I've got my higher consciousness and all these other aspects of myself in multidimensional time that I often work with and communicate with all the times, parallel lifetimes, future versions of me, past versions of me, all the things. Yes, this is so normal to me, but I have not been asking my guides to help me. And they've been not just knocking on my door. I mean, who just goes to bed at night and says, Hey, mom, I miss you. Will you show me a sign? Who says, Hey, mom and Metatron? I mean, it's just been rolling off of my tongue. And I say it, of course, with the voice in my head, my inside voice, but it's like, Mom and Metatron. So I'm saying this because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm kind of afraid to say this, but I'm actually not. It's my truth. Call in your guides. Ask them to reveal themselves to you. I was just talking to a client earlier today, a client who I've worked with for years. We do package sessions, which is the way I love working with people. I love new clients. I love meeting new people. You know, that is something I get to do. But my package clients, the people I work with routinely and who really are dedicated to their personal and spiritual journey and want to grow and evolve, those are the ones that light my fire because I get to witness their growth, be a part of the facilitation and hold the space. But I get to see them thrive. And I get to see them thrive through pain, through beautiful stuff, to tap into their intuition, their consciousness, their truth, their meaning, and also start to work with their body, their mind, their emotions in, and their energy field in conscious and remarkable ways. So I'm talking to this client and she said, Hey, Amanda, you know, you told me to really pay attention to signs this month, little stuff coming through. Well, she had been kind of seeing this guy. Okay. And this is this whole thing with a turtle. All right. So this turtle kept coming up and they were making jokes about turtles. And then they were at this, Festival thing and a turtle came through and they were playing these games, you know, where you throw the thing over the turtle and there's different animals and whatever. Well, anyway, he stole one of those turtles and gave it to her. But anyway, short story long and to not reveal too much. Essentially, he's a really cool guy. He's a lot of fun, but I'm not really sure he's mature enough or serious enough for her, and he's a little bit flaky, and she's not a flaky gal. And she's like, gosh, when is my person coming? And then she goes to work the next day, and these these people come into work, and they, they start saying, oh, my gosh, do you have little turtle this and that? They start talking about turtles, and then turtles appeared on her computer screen when she was you know, in the advertisements about something. Some turtles appeared So it was like turtles were showing up everywhere. And she said, Amanda, I mean, hello. Like, I guess this isn't the guy. and But I keep getting these turtle signs. And I'm giving you this specific example because it was comical. But... It was amazing, too, and it was all tracking with her energy field. I was like, this is not about this guy and your longevity of this relationship or where it's going or what it's meant to be and is he the one and why isn't he this, all the things that we go through, right? I was like, the turtle is trying to work with you. Turtle energy, turtle spirit animal. You have a guide that is a turtle that's trying to show up. And I know you're probably laughing like, wait, wait, you're just talking about Metatron, this archangel as a guide. And now you're talking about a turtle. But that's why I'm sharing this with you all is our guides. And when I've worked with guides in the past, they show up in a multitude of forms. They can be someone who is like a wise woman, a sage. It can show up like a wizard. It can show up as someone, a loved one you're familiar with. A guide can show up. Guides can be animals. There's so much energy in animal medicine and animal totems. When I see certain animals, I'm like, oh, wait, what is that message? What's coming through? What energy is this showing me? But what was coming up for her is turtle medicine, turtle energy. There's a guide that is delivering messages to her that is about turtle medicine, which is about, yes, you guessed it, slow and steady wins the race. It's about patience and perseverance. It's about being true to your own path. And if anything, this woman, this client, is true to her own path, has become more true to her own path over the course, gosh, of the last three or four years, but more specifically and in a more grounded, deliberate way over the course of this year. And everything in her energy field this month denotes take one step at a time, be present, show up for what's showing up for you, get out of the past. Don't worry about the future. Be here now. What's showing up now? What can you do now? What action can you take now? That's all turtle energy and turtle medicine. So she has this guide. And I told her today, I said, you got to start calling in your guides. I'm calling in the troops. you got to call in the troops. And then we started laughing because she was like, oh, my gosh, this makes sense. And of course she was disappointed that it wasn't about the guy. And I was like, that's just how spirit works. That's how these signs work. They're not logical. They're confusing. And guess what else? We need help. We need people to reflect this stuff back to us. So who are your people who you can share this wacky stuff with? Because it's wacky and it's fun and it's amazing, but it's meaningful. And it makes sense. The codes, the energies, the signs, they are all there for us to respond to and work with. And if a turtle shows up 25 times for you, you better be looking up and working with turtle energy and turtle medicine. I don't care if it's a rabbit, a fox. If you see a heart a bunch of times, a peace sign, a coin on the ground, a song on the radio that replays. I mean, I know it's Christmas music, so I've heard a lot of George Michael. Last year, I gave you my heart. Although I watched a really great Christmas movie called Last Christmas, and I cried last night at the end of it. It's really sweet if you haven't watched it. It has the girl um, Daenerys Targaryen. She's in it. I can't think of her name. But anyway, I watched it. It was really good. So, yes, there's, okay, I'm not talking about the Christmas songs that play on repeat, although I have Christmas songs that have meaning for me. And my husband and I on the way home for Thanksgiving were talking about my dad, and then Oh Christmas Tree came on, but O Tannenbaum, which is what he loved, which is, you know, Oh Tannenbaum, I'm not going to sing it for you and hurt your ears. But it came on, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is my dad's favorite Christmas song. And we had just been talking about him. So look for the signs, but I also want you to take it one step further and say, hey, guides, rope your guides into that. The signs that you see, not just your loved ones, not just your higher power, God, not just your soul, ask your guides, start connecting with and communicating with your guides. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Why not, why not ask them? We can use all the help we can get. So, with this month, and remember, I said Mercury is retrograde in Capricorn, so it's all about redefining, reassessing our goals and our plan of action. There's that. Then it will back into Sagittarius later in the month. And when Mercury moves into Sagittarius retrograde, it's saying we're reevaluating our beliefs. What do I believe is possible? What do I believe in? Who do I believe in? Why do I believe this? What are my motivations? And when you get confused this month, when you feel uncertain, when there's that push-pull energy, yes, you can practically do what I was talking about, you know, going to assessing your thoughts, checking in with your emotions, see what's going on in your physical body, ground and be in tune with your energy field. But another practical place to go with this, if you don't know the direction you're going in or things are not quite fitting and you can't quite figure out or formulate your plan of action to get where you're wanting to go, I want you to check your motives. Say, what is my motivation? What is motivating me towards this goal, these actions? Is it money? Is it romance? Is it health? Is it freedom? doesn't matter what it is. It just matters that you ask. So you're getting clear on your why, which is very Sagittarius, by the way, but you're clarifying your beliefs. So this Mercury retrograde is highly fortuitous, frustrating, albeit fortuitous. Absolutely. Because it's taking the end of the year and it's creating all this initiation energy with the the numerology, the one moving forward, getting clear, your mighty I am. And then Mercury retrograding and some other aspects that we have going on astrologically in the sky are saying, hold on, reevaluate your your meaning, your motivations and for me motivations. Let me just give you a clear example. If in my day I have a busy day ahead of me, let's say I have a ton of stuff on my plate, I'm really busy, it's back to back appointments, clients engagements, commitments. In the morning I can wake up and I can be like, Oh my gosh, I have such a busy day. Oh my gosh, I have so much on my plate. Oh my gosh, how am I gonna get all through all this? And then immediately I feel that I am I'm basically self sabotaging because my whole attitude is like, Oh, it's gonna be so busy. Well, I know how to flip that. I, I do that. I did I did that this morning. I said, Oh my gosh, Amanda. Yes, you have a, an abundant day and a busy day. But oh my gosh, you get to talk to this person, this person. You get to start your day out with Pilates. You get to record this podcast. You get, And you like to do all the things that are on your plate today. You do them well. You show up wholly. You genuinely enjoy all of the people you're interacting with. You get to do this podcast. Oh my gosh. So all of a sudden, I shifted my outlook but then I also got very clear with my motive for the day. Why was I stressed that I had a busy day? Because it just was like, it's a full day, and oh my gosh, I'm going to be exhausted. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be so tired. So my motivation was just, ugh, it was getting through. And so what did I do? I clarified my motivation and I say, but I want to enjoy myself. I want to have energy. I want to be clear. I want to help people. I want to show up for the people who show up for me and to be able to find enrichment, find enjoyment. My motivation is ease. My motivation is abundance. My motivation is fun. My motivation is also accomplishment, fulfillment. So I just started rewriting not only my attitude and my outlook, I clarified the motivation. And before, the motivation was, ugh, i got to get through this day. And there was nothing on paper about my day that said, ugh, to me when I got clear about it. And when I clarified that why and that motivation, that shifted my belief, my attitude, my energy field, my heart and soul. And it's been an amazing day. It's been a really productive, fulfilling, successful, abundant, easy. It's been an easy day. It's been enjoyable. It's been more abundant than I could have humanly imagined. And if it would have been, oh, I've got to get through all this stuff today. It's going to be a long day. That's how it would have been. So check your attitude, check your motives, check your why, reorient, realign it, use this Mercury retrograde to really clarify your voice, your emotions, your body, your body language, and your energy. That's a big setup for 2024. All right. I want to give you a few crystal recommendations and some other tools for the end of the month. I would definitely work with a couple of crystals. If you haven't worked with crystals before, they're a great way to kind of bump up and inspire and realign your energy field because they do not, they're not watery like we are. They're fixed. Their energy is fixed. It is consistent and it transmits and emits energy that we can align with. So I would work with bloodstone. Bloodstone is a green stone and it has kind of these red veins in it. So it, it like it has looks like veins, but it's it's a beautiful deep green with the red in it. Bloodstone is a heart chakra stone and a root chakra stone. So it connects with the energy of the heart, organic unconditional love, ease, a sense of wholeness and fulfillment. It's a very organic stone, so it connects us with just being natural, being human being rather than human doing. And the blood stone in it, the red in it, which is connected with the root chakra, it's like these, it's like jasper that comes through it. It's a red jasper in the green stone. The blood piece, the red piece, is all about primal energy, primal force, vitality, which connects with the energy of the one in numerology. It's about connecting with our primal energy, our desires, our instincts, our motivation, our motivations, our encouragement. So the bloodstone creates a sense of grounded action. It creates a centering, an organic centering from the heart. So we move more organically and easily through our heart. The stone also really helps with anxiety, by the way. It's a great stone for, you know, confusion and anxiety. But the bloodstone, it like, it revitalizes our instincts, our nature, our motivation. So that's a great stone to work with. Another stone that I think is wonderful for this month is fluorite and fluorite has different hues in it. It's usually purple, green, clear, and sometimes it can be yellow. I actually have some yellow fluorite sitting in front of me, which is quite wicked and beautiful. And when I say wicked, I just mean it's like wicked cool. Like I'm from Boston, um, not wicked, like scary, dark energy. It's just wicked cool because it's fascinating to look at. So you can find yellow fluorite too. But mostly, if you find fluorite, it's a combination of clear quartz with amethyst and then a green hue to it. What that stone does, it is a wonderful stone for the mind. It's a great stone for mercury retrograde because it helps mitigate confusion, lack of clarity, uncertainty. Overanalysis, you know, so much mental chatter that you cannot find, you know, your words, your truth. You get bogged down. It is great for focus. It's great for intention. It's actually a really good manifesting stone. But that stone connects with the heart chakra. It connects with the crown chakra. It connects with the third eye. So it helps re-entrain brain frequencies. But it's really good for people who have ADD. And it's also great for anxiety. It's really good for just shutting the mental mental chatter down so you can find some peace because it it creates a tremendous sense of tranquility. So bloodstone and fluorite are the two stones that I would really suggest working with into the beginning of 2024. So I would say into the first week through Mercury Stationing Direct, the first week of the year. So in December and into the first week of January, those are the two stones that I think are power players, very helpful and very enriching alongside of this energy to help us move through the confusion so we can get clear and we can get directed and more grounded and focused in in ourselves and our mighty I am presence. And speaking of mighty I am, I wanna leave you with a couple of intentions or give you a bit of support for some mantras, intentions, prayers this month. One of the things that I love to do is use the I am available statement. I am available for, and you can say it a multitude of ways. Right now I'm available for, today I'm available for, this month I'm available for, this week I'm available for. You can shift it however you need to use it. But what you are doing by saying I am available for is you are conditioning your energy field. Today I am available for, and if you've worked with me at all, And I learned this years ago from a woman named Barbara Marciniak, who channels a collective called the Pleiadians, and I've met her a couple of of times in Sedona, in fact. I've seen her channel, and it's one of the most powerful and transformative things I've ever experienced. But that's what the Pleiadians would say. You condition your day. You condition your space. I am available for statements, is the message I heard from her, and that was probably nine years ago, and I have used it. So what you can do is you can put a note card by your bed and you just write I am available for and a a blank, like fill in the blank. So right when you wake up, you look over and you see your I am available for and you just start filling in the blanks. You can say today I'm available for peace. Today I'm available for fun. Today I'm available for ease, joy, happiness, lightheartedness, connection, community, right place, right time, energy, success, love, romance, chance encounters. I don't just say something and say something uplifting. It'll start rolling off your tongue. when And when I say rolling off your tongue, you can audibly say it or you can say it in your mind's eye, but it'll start coming out. I'm available for, but use your, I am available statements. And this month supportive, I am available for statements would be things like this month. I am available for trust this month. I am available For an ease and flow in whatever I encounter today. Today, I am available for patience. Today, I am slow and steady. Today, I am available for anything that creates greater happiness, greater trust, greater fill in your blank. Today, I am available for. Use that. Today I'm available for, this month I'm available for. Today I am available for happiness, for health, for well-being. It is a, an exciting month. It's an exhausting month. It's a whole soup of things this month because we do have the holidays. We do get to connect with friends and family. We do have commitments. We do overeat and overindulge. We do maybe exercise less or exercise more. Whatever you do, whatever you have in front of you, see if you can be more present and more grounded. And when you get confused or you feel that push-pull energy, stand in it. Walk through it. Get conscious. Call in your guides. Call in the troops for support. I'm excited and curious to hear your feedback. And for those of you out there who do work with your guides, and I have lots of clients who actually communicate very clearly with their guides, and we've been able to identify their guides, and they get brilliant and wise messages. I just don't know why I haven't been working with mine. I've been talking to my soul so much, but clearly there's two or three that are coming through and Metatron being one of them. And I will tell you this, because one of my guides is Metatron, which is an archangel. I thought to myself, Metatron's not trying to talk to me. He's got more important things to do. He has other people to work with. That's just me discounting and denying what's coming through repeatedly over and over again. And the moment I said, oh, hey, Metatron, or was willing to share this stuff with you all, which is a big deal for me to say that because I totally felt goofy. But it's not goofy. It's really real to me. It's been real to me for two months. I mean, I told my husband on this trip about it and he didn't blink an eye. He didn't understand it, but he didn't blink an eye. You know, he didn't say, oh, Amanda, that's silly. So in closing... What's really important, and I I share this often, but who are your people you can share this stuff with? Who do you talk to about this stuff? Like, And I'm talking about your spiritual journey, your deep truths, your deep desires, the things that make you feel a little insecure or self-conscious or untrusting or afraid of. Who do you talk to about this stuff? Reach out to them. Who holds space for you? Talk to them. Allow them to hold space. Because the one thing I do know, when we allow people to hold space, or people allow me to hold space for them, I feel privileged. I feel special. I feel trusted. I feel safe. And those things are things that I am available for today. And I hope you are too, because you're worthy of any and all of those things. You just get to create it and do it with your guides. You get to create it, but don't forget to ask your guides. So I hope you all are ready for the holiday season. We have great content and exciting, exciting stuff coming up in the next two months. So there will be information, more tools, resources, and tips to navigate this month of December intentionally. And I do plan on doing a podcast to close out the month. So you can close out the month. We do have a a full moon at the end of the month and some interesting astrology that I think is really rich for reflection. And of course, Mercury will be finishing its retrograde transit. So we will have that. And then, of course, we'll kick off the new year in some abundant ways to get clear and to get very directed. So be in this confusing space and don't try to make it what it's not, because you're right on time. You're right where you're supposed to be. And you are available for magnificent things. Take care, everyone.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.